Kendall Perry is a self-proclaimed second-generation Sleater Kinney fan from Michigan. A lot of people who are currently in their 20s, such as Kendall and myself, were little kids during Sleater Kinney's prime, and then were barely teenagers when the band began their 10-year hiatus. So while millennial fans never got to experience Sleater Kinney in real time until No Cities to Love came out in 2015, it doesn't make the band's impact on this generation any less significant. For a lot of people, such as myself, Getting into Sleater Kinney was the unavoidable result of listening to the music I fell in love with in high school. But Kendall, who grew up exclusively listening to whatever was on the radio, found Sleater Kinney in a different way. Me growing up, like definitely I was more of a follower just trying to get into what everybody else listened to. Hilary Duff and Britney Spears, because that's what everyone else in my school listened to, so that's what I listened to. Like Nobody around where I live, everybody just listens to either country or pop, and that's it. <laughs> So I think it was probably maybe like four or five years ago, I was at work and it was, it was really slow. So I was just kind of like channel flicking and I came upon Portlandia and I was like into it right away because I recognized Fred Armisen from SNL. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be good. So I watched a little bit of it and I noticed Carrie, she really like drew me in. I was like, this girl's interesting. Like she's funny. She's cute. I want to know more about her. I did a little bit of research after I watched um, a few episodes, and I found out that she was in an indie rock band called Slater Kinney, and I was like, what is this? This little girl who's, you know, so silly and funny, like, there's no way she's in a rock band. So I went on YouTube, and I looked up uh, some Slater Kinney, like, I put on a playlist, and just, like, I, the, from, like, the second that I saw her shred um, that guitar and just scream into the mic for entertain. I was immediately hooked. I was like, this chick's badass. So it was so different from anything that I grew up listening to. It's like my mom listened to Sonny and Cher and my dad listened to the Beatles. And then I listened to, you know, Hillary Duff growing up. So it was nothing from what I had heard before, but I was instantly in love with it. So the rest was kind of history. You know, I listened to like a bunch of songs on their like YouTube playlist and I haven't stopped listening since. While it took Kendall a little longer than most people to really get into a band for the first time, it was for the best because she found them at a time when she really needed them. You know, I, I really didn't find them until my 20s. And I think I found them at like kind of the right time because I was in kind of like a, like a dark, darkish place, I guess you would say, just feeling lost and stuck. And I think finding them really helped me find myself and be okay with myself and learn a lot more about myself that I didn't know. The meaning behind Sleater Kinney's songs immediately resonated with Kendall, and for the first time in her life, she was able to emotionally connect with music. The thing mostly, I think right off the bat, is just the way that a lot of songs start. You know, like Dig Me Out, just the beginning, I don't know what's the word you'd call it, the beginning riff of that. I'm not good with music terms, but yeah, the way that song starts is just like you want to hear what's next. It's like it already starts out so good, and it's like that for me for a lot of songs. Um, so definitely that. Um, and like I said too, they're, they just sound so much different than anything that I had listened to growing up. It's like these top 40 songs, it's all about either breakups or partying or whatever, like nothing that I'm interested in. So like, for example, like Jumpers, you know, it's about suicide off the Golden Gate Bridge. I think more, I think again, like the reason like it was a good time for me to find them was again, because I was in a dark place, just feeling lost and kind of ready to like maybe give up they kind of pulled me out of that. Just like, no, like you, you can do anything. Like you don't need to rely on anyone and you are good enough and you're strong and you're a badass. You don't, you know, you can do it. And I think another one too was, uh, 
like along that line too was like the song was it a lie that song is kind of more about depression so i think that song really stuck with me as well and like the professional like that song to me what i get from it is just like it's about women not being taken seriously in both music and the you know business world it's like you we have to do so much just to get caught up to be on the same level as these men and i think those are the kind of songs that need to be on the top 40. Another thing that drew Kendall into the band was the unmistakable powerhouse that is Corin Tucker's voice. And that's one thing too that drew me to them was Corin's voice. It was like nothing I'd ever heard. You know, it's it's very urgent and very loud and it's like, I have something to say and you need to listen to it. So I'm going to tell you whether you want to hear it or not. The biggest gift that Sleater Kinney has given Kendall has been the ability to be comfortable with who she is and they've helped her just be herself. Because like I said, like I always tried to fit in in growing up in school you know I listened to what everybody else listened to and I wore what everybody else wore and I kept myself in this box where I always just wanted to be accepted by people because even now my self-esteem is not great as a 23 year old woman like I'm still very like I think I'm like me and so I think you know reading Carrie's book has definitely helped me realize that it doesn't matter what people think of you it's like you gotta be your genuine self because if you're trying to fit into this mold that society has created you're not going to be happy because you're always trying to please someone and you can't please everyone at the same time it's just impossible to sum it up you know they just made me realize that I am my own person and they you know made me realize that I need to show that off the band has also taught Kendall the importance of gender equality and made her realize contrary to how she was raised that she's a strong independent woman who don't need no man My parents were always like, oh, dad will do it, or your cousin will do it, or, you know, your your guy friend will do it for you. Don't worry about it. My dad never really taught me how to do certain things like work on my car or do this or that because he would just do it. But I think through listening to them and seeing, like you said, how they have to work twice as hard just to get half as far, it's like, that shouldn't be, (laughs) you know? It's like, women are just the same as men, if not better. We can do anything that we put our minds to. It's like we don't give up. Yeah, there's a problem in this country and I think in this world where people feel like they need to raise boys and girls differently. And it's so infuriating to me. It's frustrating. It, it, it shouldn't matter. It's like if you can do it, do it. You know, just because you're a girl doesn't mean that you're, you're any less important or valuable than a man. Kendall loves the entire band, but she's always felt a particular connection to Carrie Brownstein. I think mostly what I noticed right away was how alike we are. And I've never really felt that connection with anybody that I've, you know, kind of, I guess, looked up to is what you could say. Because literally what I did for a long time was just watch, you know, old performances of, of their concerts. Like the NPR, they have their whole entire show. It's like an hour and a half. I watched that all the time, just going back and watching old shows and seeing her just rip it. Like she just, she has so much passion and so much just energy it's like you would never know that she has anxiety and she's so terrified to to go up there and do that thing that she loves the most and so that was just something where I'm like okay she she's a super creative person you know she doesn't back down for anyone but at the same time it's like she's she like almost doesn't want to go out on stage before she has to do it but then when she's out there and she made herself go you know she's having the best time ever and so I think just the way that she opens up about her anxiety and stuff really 
helped me with mine kind of to deal with it a little bit better. Carrie mentioned in her memoir that she knows what it feels like to be a fan. And that gave Kendall and a lot of other people some insight as to how sincere Carrie really is, especially to her fan base. I think one of the main points of her book is, you know, being a fan. And I think a lot of, you know, celebrities and musicians and stuff, you know, don't really get it. You know, they're kind of dicks. But somebody I talked to, someone like sent me a message on um, my Instagram and was like, oh, you know, I was in a dark place and I sent her a message and she actually messaged me back and it totally did a 180 for me. I, I just felt so much better and she really helped me. So I know she's done that for a lot of people, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I just think she's aware of the human condition where you get so infatuated by somebody that you feel like you know them because they have so much out there. So I think it's cool that she's aware of that because I think she did say in her book too, it's like, you know, I know what it is to be a fan. So when I meet fans of mine, I remember what it was like to be in their shoes. And I just think that's kind of special that she recognized it and, you know, consciously thinks about it. If Kendall had never found Sleater Kinney, she would still be trying to fit into a mold rather than just being her own person. I think I would be more in the in my my own little bubble and trying to fit in, trying to be like everybody else. And I think I wouldn't be my authentic self. I think I'm still getting there. I don't think I'm 100% there, but every time I listen to them, it makes me feel like I want to go out there and show people who I really am instead of this carbon copy that everybody else my age is. What is your favorite Sleater Kinney album? Oh, man, I cycle through them, but I think probably The Woods. Favorite song? Uh, Entertain. And if they were listening to this right now, what is one thing that you'd want to tell them? Just thank you for everything that you guys have done for people like me all these years, people who are afraid to be themselves and people who are hiding and people who are, you know, just unsure of so many things. You've really helped a lot of people and especially me. So thank you guys for putting good, uh, good music out there that has really important meanings and they're not just music to make noise. So thanks. I'd like to thank Kendall for talking with me on the show and for running a pretty cool little Carrie Brownstein fan account on Instagram, which you can check out at Sleater underscore Carrie. And because this episode is going live two days after the series finale of Portlandia, I'd like to just shout out the cast and crew and thank them for creating such a great show, for always making me laugh so hard, and for incidentally exposing people to Sleater Kinney who would have never found them otherwise. Thank you for listening to Fan of the Band. And if you liked what you heard, please give the show a good rating on iTunes. And never stop listening.